I might, and I'm five. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he made the world for us. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Jesus is Better podcast. My name is Alicia Yoder, and I'm so happy to speak to you today. What's that? You don't think that I'm Alicia? Uh, You're right. You got me. My name is Thomas Morse. My family and I just love the Jesus is Better podcast, and we wanted to help Alicia talk about some more stories in the Old Testament. We live near Seattle, Washington, and we work for a church called Springbrook. We love Jesus, and we think that he is better than anything else. We're going to continue the story in the second book of Samuel, right where Elisha left off last time talking about David. If you remember the last episode about King Saul, he had gotten himself into a lot of trouble. King Saul stopped listening and following God, so God stopped speaking to him. Saul even started using witchcraft, which he knew was wrong. Instead of changing the things he was doing saying he was sorry, and seeking after God, Saul kept slipping further and further away. One day, God finally let Saul and the Israelites be defeated in battle, and Saul ended up killing himself. This next story is about David finding out that Saul had died. Remember that Saul was not kind to David. Throughout his life, David was often running away from King Saul. King Saul made David's life very hard, even though David only wanted to help serve Israel. Saul was afraid that David would hurt him, and he was jealous because God was with David. And instead of doing the right thing and turning back to God, Saul attacks David out of jealousy. So let's hear how David reacts when he hears that King Saul has died. After Saul died, David returned to Ziklag. He'd won the battle over the Amalekites, and he stayed in Ziklag for two days. On the third day, a man arrived from Saul's camp. His clothes were torn, and he had dust on his head. When he came to David, he fell on the ground to show him respect. Where have you come from? David asked him. And he answered, I have escaped from Israel's camp. What happened? David asked. Tell me. He said, Israel's men ran away from the battle. Many of them were killed, and Saul and his son Jonathan are dead. David spoke to the young man who brought him the report, and he asked him, How do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? Well, I just happened to be there on Mount Gilboa, the young man said. Saul was there too, and he was leaning on his spear, and the enemy chariots and chariot drivers had almost caught up with him. And then he turned around and he saw me, and he called out to me, and I said, What do you want me to do? He asked me, Who are you? And I said, An Amalekite, I answered. And he said to me, Stand here by me and kill me. 
gotten close to death, but I'm still alive. So I stood beside him and I killed him. I did it because I knew that after he had lost the battle, he'd be killed anyway. So I took the crown that was on his head and I also took his armband and I've brought them here to you. Uh, you are my master. Then David tore his clothes and all his men tore their clothes. All of them were filled with sadness. They mourned over the whole nation of Israel. They didn't eat anything until evening. That's because Saul and Jonathan and the Lord's army had been killed by swords. David spoke to the young man who'd brought him the report, and he asked, Where are you from? I'm the son of an outsider, an Amalekite, he answered. David asked him, Why weren't you afraid to lift your hand to kill the Lord's anointed king? Then David called for one of his men. He said, Go, strike him down. And so he struck the man down, and the man died. That's because David had said to him, Anything that happens to you will be your own fault. What your own mouth has spoken is a witness against you. You said, I killed the Lord's anointed king. So remember what happened to David when he was running away from King Saul? Twice David had the chance to kill King Saul, but he would not do it because he knew that to hurt the king that God had picked was the wrong thing to do. God had picked Saul for a reason. David would not hurt the king because God was the one who had made him king. David knew that God was in control, and he also knew that King Saul could be a good king, if only he made better choices. If he changed, and if he sought after God with all of his heart, he might be the kind of king that God wanted. Unfortunately, Saul never changed. Saul let his fear control him time and time again. When David found out that the king and his good friend Jonathan had died, he tore his clothes. This meant that he was very sad. And he was sad because even though Saul was not nice to him, he was the king of Israel, God's chosen people. And if, even if the king was not doing a good job, David knew that it was very sad for him to die. God's people would suffer because they didn't have a leader. After the Amalekite messenger tells David that he was the one who killed King Saul, David has him put to death. Is this how you thought David would react to this news? Do you think that the messenger thought that David would give him a reward for killing Saul? Everyone probably knew that Saul wanted to hurt David. Now let's listen to a song that David wrote about King Saul and his friend Jonathan. David sang a song of sadness about Saul and his son Jonathan. He ordered that it be taught to the people of Judah. It's a song that is played on a stringed instrument. It is written down in another history book. And David sang, Israel, a graceful deer lies dead on your hills. Your mighty men have fallen. Don't announce it in Goliath's hometown. Don't tell it in the streets of Ashkelon. If you do... The daughters of the Philistines will be glad. The daughters of our enemies will be joyful. Mountains of our enemies may no dew or rain fall on you. May no showers fall on your hillside, fields of crops. The shield of the mighty king wasn't respected there. And the shield of Saul lies there, and it isn't rubbed with oil anymore. 
The bow of Jonathan didn't turn back from battle, and the sword of Saul didn't return without being satisfied. They spilled the blood of their enemies, and they killed mighty men. When they lived, Saul and Jonathan were loved and respected. When they died, they were not parted. They were faster than eagles, and they were stronger than lions. Daughters of Israel mourn over Saul. He dressed you in the finest clothes, and he decorated your clothes with ornaments of gold. Your mighty men have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies dead on your hills. My brother Jonathan, I'm filled with sadness because of you. You were very special to me. Your love for me was wonderful. It was more wonderful than the love of women. Israel's mighty men have fallen. Their weapons of war are broken. Can you believe that David put a poem like this together to honor Saul? The same Saul who chased David for years and years of his life? Who threw spears at him? Who tried to trap him and kill him in the middle of the night in his own home? David was only faithful and loyal to Saul, but Saul rewarded that by trying to get rid of him. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever been blamed or punished for something that you didn't do? How did that make you feel? Did it feel unfair? Did the person who was really guilty get away with it? And did it seem like God was punishing you even though you'd only done good things? Just imagine how David felt. As he had to run away and leave his home and family, imagine how hard it must have been to continue to protect his homeland even though the king wanted him to die. David loved Israel and Israel's God so much that he continued to serve and protect Israelites even though the king was acting like Goliath. All because David trusted God. Even when he had to leave Israel and live in the land of Israel's enemies, God protected David, and he gave him favor in the eyes of the kings there. I always picture God as a master painter, or maybe a quilt maker, who weaves together all of our stories and adventures into his overall grand plan. Even though sometimes it seems like an older brother, or a teacher, or even our parents are unkind, we can act like David and continue to love them and serve them. We can trust that God is working hard to shape their hearts and turn them back to Him, and we should always make sure that our own hearts are always seeking God. We can see Jesus in this story in the way that David treats Saul. Even though Saul is David's enemy, David loves him and he serves him. Jesus came to serve those who he knew weren't going to treat him well. Jesus' enemies hurt him and they lied about him. They beat him and they even ended up killing him. While Jesus was being killed, he cried out to God, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus forgives the people who hurt him even before they say sorry. Do you think that we can act that way? Do you think that Jesus wants us to be more like him every day? Do you think that we can learn to love the people around us so much that we forgive them and love them even though they don't always treat us kindly? Can you think of anyone who has been treating you poorly? Maybe they're saying things that aren't nice to you or that aren't nice about you. Maybe they're hurting you or your friends. Jesus showed us that the best way to help a person is to show that person love and kindness. Now, they might not change, just like Saul did not change. But we have to remember that we don't treat them nice 
in order for them to act better. We don't try to manipulate people in that way. We treat people the way we want to be treated because that's how God made us to act. God made us to be kind and gentle and respectful and helpful to the people around us. So even if they're not treating us well, we always treat others well. This is one of the things that we can always turn to Jesus for help with. Jesus always treated the people around him with love, even the people who were trying to hurt him. Jesus blessed his enemies, and he even died a painful death so that he could bring them the gift of a new life with God. It's harder to treat others kindly, though, than it sounds. Sometimes it can be very difficult to be nice to our brother or sister when they're not being nice to us. Maybe you can ask Jesus to help you do something really nice for them before they make you upset. Maybe you can ask your parents about how you might show your brother or sister extra special amounts of love someday. Maybe you can talk with your brother or sister and plan a surprise way to show your parents love even. God has so much love that if we let him, his love will fill us up so much that it will overflow out of us and onto all the people that we meet even our enemies and people we don't know. If you have trouble showing this love to others, you might want to pray a prayer like this. Dear Father, you are so amazing. We want all the wonderful love that happens in heaven to happen here to all of our friends and neighbors. Please help us do kind things all the time. Please forgive us when we hurt others, just like we forgive people that hurt us. And help us learn these lessons the easy way. Not through tough situations and difficult tests. Help us stomp out Satan's influence over our lives. We pray these things in your son Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. I'm excited to continue exploring David's story. Next week we'll get to learn how David becomes the king of the southern territories of the tribe of Judah. That's it for now, though. Don't forget to check out AliciaYoder.com for more exciting news and updates. We'll talk to you next time.